circle, puts the shot in the air. Good! The game's over, and the Bulls have won. This is the Notebook Wagering Show on the Wild Style Network. Here are your hosts, Q, Smitty, and Matt. Hey, it's Thursday night. Notebook wagering time. I am Smitty. I'm in studio. I got my man Nails up in Pittsburgh, and we got a special guest. We're going to introduce him in a second. Hey, Matty, how was the holidays for you? You have a great Christmas. Did you have some eggnog from last week? Uh-huh. Did you watch? Did you watch Christmas Vacation after last week? Did you break that all down? I didn't watch any Christmas Vacation, so. A little fun story. Our Christmas morning starts off at Jack's Bar in the south side of Pittsburgh at like 9, 9.30 in the morning. We get a bunch of random friends down there. Everybody has a couple drinks before they go out and do the family stuff. It's a great time. It is the best dive bar in Pittsburgh. You get on there, you have a White Russian, some eggnog, a Bloody Mary, shoot the shit with some friends, open up a couple fun gifts, and then get on your way back home. I did have a good Christmas. We run around a little too much, but that's all part of the holiday hubbub. But let's go. We got football on tap tonight, and then college football. One of our great friends is on tonight, so fire it up, Smitty. Yeah, let's get after it right here. We have one of our really good friends uh, joining us with the audio here tonight. We got Carl Johnson, Jack Jack Johnson, joining us. Carl, how are you doing, my friend? Hey, guys, what's going on? Uh, Mer- look, Merry Christmas. Uh, it's been a while since uh, uh, we've, we've talked, talked. I, I think we've texted a few times, but uh, uh, it's good to be with you guys. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm proud of what you guys have, have done. I mean, that studio looks phenomenal. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I mean, look, uh, uh, what kind of year you guys uh, have had. Uh, so it's been, uh, it's been good, and we're glad to be with you. Yeah, we're so excited. We're coming up. I'm just going to say this. We're coming up on year two, year two in studio, and we're very pumped, man. Me and Matty right now are very excited to be with Wild Style Productions and being back for another. We got a big year ready to go for year two here uh, with Notebook Wagering here. So we're very excited. So, hey, Jack Jack, let's dive in, man. These bowl games are insane. I mean, they're insane. I, I, I've said, I've joked and said, I think it's easier to take like an SAT course or a, a test to get in uh, college than it is to pick these games here. And let me just, I'm going to throw this out for everybody. So I gave out a couple plays and, you know, the social media is great Jack, on X. I had, in, in, I had a tough one. I played the 11 a.m. game, BCSMU. I played the under 23 and a half just for the audience. I'm out walking. I'm walking. I got my mile in. And then I took my dog and then I was taking old man in the garage's dog out. And it was seven, three with like, I don't know, like six minutes, seven minutes. Everything looked hunky dory. Everything was great. Next thing you know, it was touchdown BC, eight seconds, touchdown SMU. And I'm a big loser. So that was tough. And I'll give out some of my other ones that I shouted out, but it's very hard overall. Jick Jack, what's your opinion so far on the bowl game action? Yeah, I mean, look, uh, you know, th- this year in particular, as opposed to all the other years that I can remember, uh, th- this has been the most difficult. I mean, we, we when we started the bowl season, uh, I think, what, uh, December 16th, I think, was the first bowl, actual small little bowl game. 
so you, you you know you had 296 players in the transfer portal for these bowl teams, and uh, you know it was just uh, it's an absolute nightmare. I mean it, it it continues to be the most difficult bowl season booking wise that I can remember. Uh, you know, and you still don't know, even though we got some some really big games coming up uh, first of the year. I mean, uh, I don't think uh, those four teams have, you know, players that are going to miss, but you don't know. You don't know it for sure. So uh, it's been really difficult. Uh, I'm glad that the playoff system is going to kick in next year. Uh, but, uh, you know, as a – from a – from a better standpoint, um, you know, I'm I'm disappointed with the way the bowls uh, came out this year. It's pretty pretty difficult to book, and even more difficult to bet. I think you know, just not knowing. Carl, would you rather would you rather wrestle an alligator for a hundred bucks <laughs> or bet one of these bowl games with your well, mortgage on the line? Well, I'll be honest with you. I'm, I'm not going to bet the. I have wrestled alligators before, and but I am not betting these bowl games. Uh, you know, that was back in my younger, crazier days. I mean, we used to go alligate what they called alligator surfing, Maddie. Uh, you know, you could now we wouldn't jump on anything big, but you know, a little four or five foot alligator, you could jump on his back. Uh, you know, he'd be swimming right next to the boat. You could jump on his back, and when you roll him over. You can put them to sleep. You rub their belly and you can put them to sleep. So uh, I did that growing up as a kid. I won't do it now. I'm too old to fight. But, uh, yeah, it was. Uh, I'd, I'd rather uh, wrestle an alligator. I, I knew you'd have a good swamp story in there. That's why I threw <laughs> that in there. Hey, I, I just got to make fun of myself here. It's it's. You know you're getting older when you have to text your producer in the middle of the show and say, can you make the font a little bigger in the chat room? <laughs> My eyes, dude, they're so bad. Yeah. It's, it's getting bad. I got, when you know, you're, it's readers are coming. Readers are coming. Hey, Scott, thank you so much, my friend. I really appreciate that. Hey, Ken, thanks for joining us, man. Bull season so far is very boring, he says. Yeah, you know, go Big Blue. We're going to get into that here in a little bit. Okay, so let's dive in here, Carl. We're going to try to get your expertise with some of these, uh, your thoughts and opinions on some of these uh, games. And I know my, myself and Maddie are pumped for the one uh, at 5 p.m. Monday afternoon. So, hey, let's dive in. Um, you know, we're not, we're only going to hit two before I mark down here. Uh, one tomorrow is a big game. Missouri's playing Ohio State. You got nine against seventh. Um, you know, Missouri's a very good team, 10 and two. Uh, Ohio State's 11 and one. Very good teams overall. Now, again, Harrison Jr., it doesn't seem like he's going to play. He's around. Quarterback from Ohio State has left. Uh, you got Brown that's going to quarterback here. Henderson's going to play. Uh, Jick Jack, let's go with you here, man. Any leans, any thoughts overall on this game tomorrow night? Yeah, you know, uh, so, uh, again, here, here, you know, this is what we've been talking about. I mean, you got you – got, Football teams that have depended on certain players all season and now all of a sudden they don't have them. So uh, that's the most difficult thing. Now, as far as picking sides here, uh, there's just no way that I would – I don't feel like I could pick either side and have an edge. What I do think is that these totals end up being vulnerable. Um, 
you know, and, and if you if you watch bowl games, you you see the tendency that they drag, you know, the longer the game lasts, the more opportunity to score points. So in this particular game right here, I think the edge, if you're looking for an edge, I think it's in the over, um, which is a total of 49. Uh, so that's, that's the way I would look at this game. I'm not going to bet that. Uh, but if there's an edge at this game at all, it's in the total. Maddie, any thoughts on this game? Yeah, I think Carl's right. Um, the problem is with this Ohio State team, they keep saying that these guys are playing, but some of them still might announce they're jumping in the transfer portal or they're going to sit. I don't know if Harrison has even said if he's playing or not, and I don't know why he would. I think Missouri can really hang in this. They have a great quarterback, a really great running back, and a great wide receiver. So I think that plays under Carl's over, especially if the Ohio State skill players play. Like if Henderson plays and Ekbuka, I think this could go easily over. And Missouri is not like a lockdown defense, and neither was Ohio State this year. The problem is who's quarterbacking for the Buckeyes, and can he get it done? But I like Carl's suggestion to look at the over here. Yeah, right now I'm looking at scores and odds. It's minus three and a half for Ohio State, uh, 49 and a half. Yeah, you know, you look at this Missouri team. It's a very hot team coming into the game. Great season. Cook, uh, I think it's Schrader, the running back. Unbelievable season by that kid. And they got a really good wide, I think it's Bird in the wide receiver. Now, like I said, Henderson's going to play. Harrison's been there on some practices, but he's like riding the exercise bike on the sidelines. There's no way. It just does not seem like this guy's going to play. Brown's only attempted 22 passes this year. So that's the question. But it, this is a spot. Can Ohio State, this is a big game for Ohio State. I mean, you keep losing to Michigan. This is a game that they got to get. Missouri's having an unbelievable year. You know they w- really want this game. This one's a tight one. I'll tell you what, I'd probably take the points and I'd go Mizzou in this one. I had it with, hey, I'll be honest, I jumped on, I had a teaser. I jumped on Louisville right away when the bowl games got announced with this Missouri game and that didn't go very well last night because the Cardinals got smoked by uh, um, USC. I mean, jeez Louise. A guy throwing about like seven touchdown passes. Go he's, ahead, Jake Jack. still throwing touchdowns. Yeah, no, what, like, I was gonna, yeah. what I was going to say, Smitty, was like you, you said that you had a teaser like it was a shock or something like that. You're, you're uh, a teaser team, Smitty. I, I, mean, I, I don't – you I don't – hey, Carl, I don't lose teasers, man. I don't lose teasers. <laughs> <laughs> so hey let's let's get rid of this one let's move on here okay here here's one we got a lot of people that are big penn state fans that listen to the show and again i have grew up right by there i even interned in the athletic department there we got old miss penn state in the peach bowl saturday you got old miss 10 and 2 penn state 10 and 2 boys here's here's a couple things with this big game james and he get a win. Here, here's a good one I'm going to throw out. I got this off somebody, and I can't remember who I wrote this down on my index card. The over is 6-2 and two in the last eight games James Franklin has coached in a bowl game. They did beat Utah last year in a bowl game. Can they get a big win? I'm a little shocked. I, earlier today, this one went up to five. Now, a lot of Penn State guys are there. They're playing. Some guys are going to the pros, but they're, st- they're sticking around, and they're going to play in this game. So I'm going to go with Jick Jack, man. 
where's yeah. where's your, where's your thought process on Old Miss Penn State? You know, you know, uh, I'll be honest with you. Out of all the games in the bowls, I think this could possibly be the best bowl game of them all. Uh, you know, they're, they're both these teams are well balanced. Uh, I think it's a good. I think it's a great matchup. Uh, I know uh, Lane Kiffin wants to win. Um, and I think Penn State is phenomenal. I mean, Penn State was one of my favorite teams all season long, and I don't follow those guys much. Uh, but uh, I was very impressed with that team the last couple of years, actually. Uh, you know, not a lot of movement here. I mean, we opened this game Penn State 4 and 48 and a half. And, uh, you know, just right before we come on air, we're at 4 and a half and 48 and a half. So not a lot of movement. Um, it's getting some action just because where we're located, um, you know, they're betting us Ole Miss here. Uh, so we'll need Penn State to cover here. But I think this is going to be a good football game. I think it's going to be a high-scoring football game. This is another one where I would I would tend to lean over on the total. But a good game here. It could go either way. Uh, so we'll we'll see. All right, Matty, what do you got? I know you chimed in in this game last week on the show. What do you have this week? I am staying with it. I'm staying with Ole Miss. Uh, money line underdog play here. The one outlier, though, is Penn State is 9-3 and three against the spread, which is a really great number. And when you see that, you're thinking, man, 4.5 is a pretty sweet number. Smitty, I think this is perfect for your teaser play. If uh, you just actually take Penn State down to – you get a better number, just take them to win – but I'm going to roll the dog. I, I like Carl. I think Lane Kiffin wants this more than James Franklin. I think Penn State's defense, though, is the equalizer here because they have some guys who are going to go first round. And I think their talent on that side of the ball is just as good as Ole Miss's on their side for the offensive side of the ball with Jackson Dart and the wide receivers. But I think Penn State's offense, if they can run the ball, is the better play. So I think Penn State probably ekes this out, but I'm going to roll Ole Miss money line for a little fun. Yeah, I have down. I like the over. I'm kind of with Carl on this. That was my I, – I, Matt, I kind of – I mean, come on now, people. Am I going to take Penn State ever? Ever? Everybody <laughs> always bashes me on social going, this, you never take Penn State. No, I'm not going to take Penn State. I mean, you're going to get it four and a half, five with Old Miss. I'm going to take a chance with that. I think SEC's better. Now, in a second, the better Big Ten teams coming up here in the next game we're going to talk about. But I like Old Miss in this. I take the points with Old Miss, and I, I do like the O. Here's the reason why I like the over, guys. No Manny Diaz. He's gone. He's going to Duke. I just think... You got you. You do have offenses here that can score. I think Penn State's going to put some points on this defense. This defense does give up some points, and I think this this Penn State offense can score against some average defenses. I think Old Miss's defense is average. I think they're going to score. I do think Old Miss is going to score too. I like the over. I'm with Jack Jack on this one. Take the over in that Penn State Old Miss game. Let's move on. Monday. This is where this is where it's at, fellas. Bama, Michigan, ESPN, 5 p.m., Rose Bowl. You got Bama 12-1, and 1, Michigan 13-0. and 0. All right, Jake Jack, you're a Southern guy. Yeah. Are you, are you, uh, going, are you going roll tie here? Are you going you gonna to stay with 
My my team and Maddie's team up here, up north here, way up north. What do you have in this one? Okay, well, so look, so I'll give you a, I'll give you a personal point of view, which is if I was on the other side of the counter. I, look, I'm a Alabama. I'm a Nick Saban fan. I think Nick Saban's the best football coach in college. Um, so uh, that let that be known. So, but I can tell you, this game, the way this game has been bet. You know, and, and and really, to be honest with you, it we get bet Alabama money all the time. You know, every week. So that's not the shocker here. But about four or five games every year, it seems like the the books will take a position. Okay, they'll gamble a little bit. So I can tell you that all of the money has been coming on, up on Alabama. Uh, you know, and it's 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 pretty much like that all o- across the country, with the exception of the regional books in Michigan and, and things like that. And I can tell you that when you see that happening, and you see a stale line, this line hasn't budged. We opened one and a half, forty-four and a half. We're at one and a half, forty-five right now. When you see that happen, it means that the books have taken a stance. They like the money flow. They like the money flowing in on Alabama, and there's a reason. So I'm not betting the game, just for clarification, and I'm not advising anybody to bet the game. But I think that Michigan, just based on the way that this game is being bet, I think Michigan wins this game handedly. That's that's what I think. Hopefully. Listen, what a great guest we have right here. I I love it. And just everybody, I I had to pay him to say that. No, I'm just joking. No, you didn't. I'm joking. I'm joking. You're not joking. I think we both paid him to say that because that's what we're here. All right, Carl. I've just seen it before. I, I mean, you know, I look, I might be dead wrong. I've been wrong before, but. Uh, you watch what I'm telling you. It, would, it just is not going to be a shocker if Michigan just doesn't beat these guys by 30 points. All right, Carl, I'm going to fire some stuff at you here. All right. Because I want, I want to buy in what you're selling, but somehow I can't. And I feel awful that I'm now enrooted with the general public and the betting side. So better coach here, Saban, correct? Absolutely. Okay, better quarterback, Milrow or the Michigan McCarthy? No, Milrow. Uh, better, better skill players. Totally, Alabama. I, I'm, I'm with you. Okay. Defense is the problem for me. Okay, so Michigan strength is running the ball. They do have good skilled wide receivers, but McCarthy is kind of a check down completion guy, which helps Bama's D. So Bama limited. Georgia to 78 yards on the ground, and I think Georgia is probably as good a running team as Michigan. Michigan O-line ranks 53rd nationally. Bama's D-line is better than that. I can't find where the public is wrong here, and I am a huge Michigan fan, but I have a bet on Alabama money line to win this. I mean, I, I'm, I'm hoping you can keep talking me off this, and I can oh. go the other way, too. I, no, I don't want to talk you off of it. I, and I'm not – look, I'm not saying that that you're wrong at all. I, I mean, if I had to if – I, if I didn't see – if I didn't see firsthand how this game was being bet, Matty, 
I, I would be betting Alabama myself. I just would, just for the very, just for the same reasons that you just said that. I, I'm like my my opinion is based on what I am seeing, yeah. The experience that I've been through this before that when I see it like this, it it usually means one thing, and it's not good for Alabama. For for all the people though who are listening and betting. What if the what if the play is this potentially? What if you could you like Michigan to roll? What if you find one of those uh, alternate, not even an alternate line, but a win total like Michigan to win by ten to seventeen? Would that sit okay with you if you get like a plus six hundred number or something on that? Yeah, yeah absolutely. That's the, to me. That's that's what I would look for. Okay, this, I, I'm I, gonna I'm gonna take a peek for that. I'm gonna I'm gonna make sure I keep messaging you. You can talk me off the ledge, and you can talk me onto this Michigan line because I want to bet. <laughs> hey, I I love it. I, I mean, and here here's the thing, and I, I've said this before. Michigan's my team, and I'm gonna bet this. I'm not gonna go crazy because I'm gonna bet Michigan. Now I might go a little bit more, just, but I do have a ticket on uh, Alabama. A little pizza money to win over three hundred national championship. So. And I've said this to people already. I've said it on the show. If Michigan loses, all right, I'm the biggest Alabama fan in the finals because I did that and uh, I got it in beginning of October. I took a chance. I thought Alabama had a really good chance getting back into this final four, which it played out well. So I'm going to take a chance with this. So I do have a ticket on Alabama to win the national championship. Little Pete's money to win over 300 on it. So uh, here's the key to this. You can't get down. McCarthy does have to play well. You can't do what he did last year. You know, they're 0-2 in the playoffs. You know, he did go 20 out of 34, 343, two touchdowns, two picks, but he got down. They got down. They can't get, you know, TCU last year, they gave up 50. The tackling wasn't good last year. They got, you know, they got it play. Two years ago when they lost to Georgia, I mean, come on now. Georgia was just a better team. They should have beat TCU. Can they win this big game? I've been saying it all year. They got to get in this game. They're in it again. Three straight years, but now they got to win. They got to get in at least the national championship game. You got to get Milrow. You got you to contain him. You can't let him run all over the place. Got to make him throw. I've liked the kid all year. I've said he's the Jeff Blake. He throws that great deep ball. If you remember the great Jeff Blake out of Cincinnati Bengals, I love his deep ball. I'm on this kid. The kid's an unbelievable freak, I think. Going to be a superstar. Great coaching staff. Now, what Jick Jack said also, it's tough. You give these guys a month. It's tough to give Saban a month on a team. And I do agree with you, Matt. I think he is better coach than Harbaugh. I do think Bama maybe has better talent. The speed has been an issue. You've seen it over... Some years. I, I I think you saw it last year with TCU, too. It scares me. I do think Michigan, though, with all the suspensions and all this still talk, it's a tight-knit group. These guys came back for a reason. The key is J.J. McCarthy. Get him moving a little bit. Run. Run him. If you look at some numbers, Bama has struggled against running quarterbacks. Get J.J. moving a little bit. I think Michigan wins a tight game. I'm going Michigan. All right, boys, let's move on to the the 845 in the Sugar Bowl. Washington, Texas. Texas 12 and 1. Washington 13 and 0. I think this one's gonna be a shootout. I mean, I, I can already hear Jick Jack saying this could be a shootout. So Jick Jack, take it over, my friend. What do you have in this one? 
Yeah, I mean, so uh, look, they're 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 betting us Texas here, Washington. Uh, from a book standpoint, Washington to win the national championship would be our best case scenario, uh, which you know that should be no surprise. So, uh, but they look for game wise. Uh, I mean, Texas opened here four and sixty three, and you know we sit four and sixty three and a half. Uh, you know, uh, it, it's a good handle game for us. Uh, Washington can throw, they, you know, they throw the football. Uh, Texas throws the football. Uh, you know, here, here we sit with a total of 63 and a half. Um, you know, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't have a sense of the, this total here. I mean, uh, the obvious, the obvious thing would say, oh, yeah, it's going to fly away over that, but, uh, for, for, for whatever reason, I think this is going to be a fairly low-scoring game. Uh, so, you know, it's going to be a good game. I, I don't know how good Texas is right now, um, and I don't know how good Washington is right now. But I think the layoffs hurt these two teams more so than it does Alabama-Michigan. Uh, so uh, it's going to be interesting, and, uh, you know, we're going to be pulling for Washington here. All right, Maddie, what do you got? Um, I like the under as my best bet on this game. Ooh. Uh, I'm actually I'm going to root for Washington. Here's why I like the under. Um, I don't trust Sarkeesian. The Texas D only gives up 17.5 points per game. They give up 80 rushing yards per game. That is not Washington's strength, so I think they'll even give up less rushing yards per game and make Washington completely one-dimensional. And we'll see how that plays. However, the Washington D is 120th versus the pass, which is not good. And Ewers actually has some great targets with Worthy. So I think Texas can score. I don't think they're going to score a ton. I think this is probably going to be a 30-28 to 28 type of game. I think this does go under. And Texas... Is five and eight on the year against the unders, and this is actually their largest total of the year, which is surprising for them playing in the Big Twelve. So I'm going to play the under on this one. All right, I I love this Washington team. I think they have the better quarterback. Now, I, Matt, I agree with you here. Here's the thing with this: you got Johnson, this kid out of Washington, again against Oregon in the championship. Twenty eight carries, 152 yards, two touchdowns. Like you said, Texas can really stop the run. You know, you, uh, they gave up uh, 31 yards to Oklahoma State in the conference championship game. Gordon had 34 yards, best running back maybe in the country. Then they gave up 110 to Texas Tech, 9 against Iowa State, 88 against TCU. They can really shut down the run, so I don't know there. Washington's going to have to spread it out, I think. You got to get moving a little bit, spread out. They got two dynamite wide receivers Penix, I think, is the best. I love this kid. The accuracy is unbelievable. Texas, like you said, has so many weapons. Now, I disagree. I think this one's a little higher scoring. Now, could you get it a little bit, some nerves and some tightness, and they know what they're playing for? Maybe. Absolutely. I think this one's a little bit more higher scoring. But I, I like Washington. You're going to give me uh, some plus points with this. I, I love the quarterback play uh, with Washington over Texas. So that's where I'm going. I mean, who would have who would have thought that you would be on two northern teams, Michigan <laughs> and Washington? I mean, that's not a shocker, Smitty. I, I you know, I've kind of liked this Washington team all year. 
And I, I do like the Texas team. I mean, I think Texas is going to be able to run the ball, can wash it and hold up. The offensive line, Texas might just be a little bit bigger up front. That might power them a little bit on that. But I think, again, if you're going to give me some points in this, if it's four, I think it's four right now, four and a half, I'm going to take a chance with that. That's, just, I mean, that's, we'll see where it goes by Monday. I, I'm not putting any bets in until probably closer to game time and everything like that. Because like I said, the Michigan game, that's my team. I want them to win. I got a ticket already in Bama to win the national championship. So I'm not going to lose sleep. I mean, it is what it is. And there's only four teams and two teams have to win and they move on. And that's, that's the way it is. Matty, you got to say one I'll say one thing. By 8.30, I'm either going to be extremely happy or probably heavily intoxicated in despair. <laughs> well, I'll be I'll be pissed off because i got to go back to work the next day. So, I mean, I'm going to enjoy the Michigan game, and I'll try to stay up and watch. I mean, which I probably will because I just like sports. And uh, Well, I have, to, I have to work that day, but needless to say, by that time, I'm going to have it shut down. So Yeah. <laughs> All right. Hey, uh, real quick, uh, before we let him out, man, because I know he's a busy guy and we really uh, appreciate him coming on. We do have a late game tonight. You got Oklahoma, Arizona. Is there any thought process on this one, Jick Jack, for you? Uh, I mean, bet-wise, we're being bet evenly here. Um, you know, I mean, we're it, it's, it's, it's right where it opened up at. It opened up two and a half, 62 and a half. Uh, we're at two and a half, fifty nine and a half. So the totals dropped down, you know, a few ticks. But uh, you know, I look, I I know some uh, some sharp money is on uh, is on Arizona here. Uh, so uh, I would go I would go with I'm not you know I don't have a feeling one way or the other. I think uh, Oklahoma can score some points. Uh, haven't seen haven't watched Arizona play a whole lot this year personally, uh, but. Uh, you know, I'd, I'd probably go with the sharp guys here, uh, Arizona. Matt, you got to play I agree this? With, yeah, I actually agree with Carl. Um, I actually love Arizona in this one. I would probably just bet them to win outright and don't lay those points. And I really like the over. I think this one gets into a shootout. And the the uh, backup for Oklahoma, I'm not sure of his name, but he is a big-time recruit, supposedly with a big-time arm and pedigree. So I think he'll, stay, he'll uh, jump right in there and do well. I think this does get in the shootout territory. I actually think this could go over, and I won't be shocked if this actually gets to overtime and goes way over. I kind of like Arizona. I, I just yep. think this is a team that, what what a story. I mean, what a great job he's done. I mean, this, this program was bad. This was a bad program. Oklahoma has a couple guys out. I just think this is a good spot. I, I, I'd lean, and I might take this here still tonight. I'm on Kansas State here. Uh, the game going on right now. I got to see what the score is there, but I would probably do a money line, money line play with Arizona. So, hey, Carl, thank you so much, man. We really, really appreciate your time. We know you're a busy guy, and I know you do a lot of different shows and stuff. So, thank you so much for coming on with us tonight. Hey, yeah, anytime, guys. Always good to, always good to talk to you guys. We enjoy it. Uh, you know, we're. Uh, we're getting that time of the year where we're we're tired. We're uh, we're looking for some off days. Uh, so, uh, but good luck to you guys. Uh, you guys be careful. Have a great uh, first of the year, and uh, we'll see you in uh, 2024. Yeah, happy New Year, Carl. Be safe. Yeah, happy New Thank Year, you. buddy. Thank you so much. Take care. Bye, bye, guys.
See you, Carl. All right. The great Carl Jick Jack Johnson with us and good, just such a great friend of the show, man. We really appreciate his info and his time. He's been a guy that's uh, come on with us multiple times and we appreciate it. So good info there. Maddie, what do you think? Maddie, I'm going to jump in. I'm sorry. Then you can chime in. What did you think of him saying Michigan's going to just roll Bama? Were you shocked on that? Yeah, I'm flabbergasted. I almost spit out whatever I had in my mouth this time. So (laughs) I I didn't expect that to come. I'm going to say one thing about Jake Jack. I would put on my bucket list. I'd like to sit by a lake or a river and fish with that dude one day and just hear some of his stories. Yeah, I yeah, I'd like to hang out with Jet Jack. Yeah, even down on the bayou and have some gumbo. Yeah, get a gumbo, a little cocktail. I bet he could tell yeah. some stories. Oh yeah. Yeah, he's, All right, let's go. he's a good guy. Let's okay, go let's NFL, go. Buddy. All right, man. Hey, Matt Smith, man. Here we go. NFL time. Thursday night, week seventeen. Jets Cleveland. Seven and a half, thirty-four and a half. I'm going to cough here. All right, Matty. No Cooper. He's out. Yep. What do you have here tonight? I do have a play in this game. I'm going to let you take after this. You know, these Thursday night games, the trend, here's the covers trend uh, over team total uh, for Cleveland's been doing. Hey, Joe Flacco, what a great story, man. I mean, this guy's this guy was sitting on the couch watching Netflix, trying to get a TV job, and now all he's done is come in and he's just blown it up. And he's just throwing, I mean, over 300 yards every week. Did have three picks last week, two touchdowns, though. Big win. The team is just pumped about him. The city's pumped. What do you have tonight, man? Do you think, can the Jets hang in this game? I want to say, I'm going to spin it differently, bro. You just think about what the Browns did at quarterback. And if they could have kept Baker Mayfield in the year he's having, what a disaster this Deshaun Watson trade could turn out to be. And I'm actually not sad. We all know DeMar Hamlin is going to win NFL Comeback Player of the Year. But how could you not put Baker and Joe Flacco, both tied to the Browns, somehow, some way, shape, or form as your pick? I think both of them should win it. I think Kevin Stefanski is going to win Coach of the Year. Now, with Cooper out tonight, we're going to go back to the actual game. I think the Jets can keep this within seven and a half. I would grab the Jets plus the points, and I for sure would take the under, which means this one's probably going to go over by halftime and burn me like prior. And that's <laughs> one other game that recently happened, which I'm forgetting about. So, yeah, give me the Jets plus seven and a half and give me the under. Okay, I got some numbers. Primetime dogs are 26 and 24, 52% this year. The unders are 32-31, uh, primetime under 60%. Now, they do have a little bit of wind here tonight. 10 to 12 mile per hours, uh, over 10 mile per hours, 133, 72, 65% since 2021. You got the Browns 7-1 at home. Jets are 2-4 and four on the road. I did play a little uh, tight end, uh, Najuku or whatever his name is. Uh, I got it at 48 and a half. Receiving yards earlier this morning, minus 115. I did do that. I really like it now, Matt, with Cooper out. Get him the ball. He's been throwing uh, the ball to him a lot. Let's hit that. What I did tonight, everybody, where's my bet card tonight? I do have Cleveland. I have a little teaser action tonight on Thursday night in the NFL. I have Cleveland minus one and a half, and I have the under at 40. That is my play tonight. Get it in. It's 8.05 right now. 
Hey, Scott, we got to fix this clock in here, man. I keep looking up here and say nine. I'm getting all confused now. I don't, I don't even know what day it is, man. When you're not working, you get really confused, like what day it is too and everything. Now I'm getting confused with the time. But, hey, let's jump on that. Let's get a winner, everybody, here on that. But go Joe Flacco. What a great story. Hey, Maddie, I'm going to jump really quick before we move on here. Why do you think that's a slam dunk with uh, comeback player of the year with Hamlin? It's a, it's a feel-good story. I, I mean, the line is minus 300 or whatever still, which means they they know something we don't. I think it's just – I think it was written in stone as soon as he came back, even though – who. Has he even played a full game? Has he even dressed? I think he's played like 11 stuff. Hey, I'll tell you, follow. I, I oh, Man, I got to look it up. Will Hill, our really good friend, um, he does a new podcast. And they he had a guest on uh, two days ago and really went into this. And, you know, he was trying to, It's a, it is a great story. The guy died on the field. But he hasn't played a lot. I mean, it's tough. I'll go on Joe Flacco. How about Baker Mayfield? This guy was bouncing around from everywhere. He is he's on a team right now that they might win the division. He's throwing for four hundred yards. Yeah. I mean you, you, you know what they said, Matt? They're like, what's the criteria? I mean, there's really no I think you said it, man. We're in a Disney movie. Hate to say it. After after school special, Hallmark movie. It's a great story, and I, again, I'm not trying to... The guy died on the field. I'm glad he's still playing, but Joe Flacco, damn, he's putting up numbers. All right, let's move on here. Saturday, 8-15, Lions, Dallas. Man, Dallas, so close. I had them money line. Took the lead. Defense, 15 yards off hill. I mean, come on. All right, minus four and a half, 52 and a half here. Maddie, this is a different Dallas team when you get them at home. Yep, sure is. All right, let different me hear Dallas team. Yeah, different Dallas team and Detroit clinching a division and a playoff spot. Screams let down. I, I think, can't love it. I think this is an easy play on the Cowboys this week. I, I think they get it done. I think they cover the five and a half, even though that's the dead zone number. But, but I like Dallas at home. I think Dak will kind of sling it around a lot. They do need to, to figure out their run game still. And it, they kind of need to give the defense a rest. Like Parsons is kind of getting beat up and tired. So hopefully they can get out to a big lead, maybe sit some guys. Hopefully Detroit doesn't get a backdoor cover. But I do like Dallas covering the five here. Yeah, I'll tell you what. So we had that on in the house. That was Christmas Eve. My mother even said, I came up, I was downstairs, I came up, I had the Red Zone channel down on the computer, so I was kind of bouncing up and down floors, and they were hanging out, and my mom's like, do they run the ball at all, Dallas? I'm like, they did in the first drive, they were giving to the fullback, and then he fumbles at the goal line, bad exchange there, that was a killer play, and that, but yeah, I kind of agree, they really need, I think, to run the ball a little bit more, but this is a different machine when you get them at home. Here's the trend from covers, and we've been saying it now for a couple weeks when they're at home. Team total over, they're just money at home. I mean, they are. They just put on, they put on a ton of points. Detroit, you know, their secondary is a little iffy. And I think Matt said a great thing, and I have it down in my notes, but he said they won the division already. 
or the uh, yeah division. They won their division. This could be a letdown spot, and I think Dallas is going to be fired up. I really do. They were right in that game. I think they're going to put up a lot of points. I think they cover this. I think they beat the Lions. All right, moving on. Let's go 1 p.m. Sunday. <laughs> Here's Maddie's team, so I got. I can't wait. I like his rants, and I like his pontoon Ron comments here. You got San Francisco coming into D.C. here, tw- minus 12 and a half, 49 and a half. The trend is, you know, San Francisco, they have eight, eight wins this year by 16 or more points. Matty, this is a team that, you know, they came back again. You had Brissett that came in two straight weeks and brought a good um, comeback. Hal did not play well last week. And I know you said just roll them out. And I think if you're a Commanders fan, do you want them to win at all? No, you want them to lose. But they're going to yeah. go with Brissett. Overall, what's your thought on this game? And overall, what's your thought on maybe the draft, where they're going? Is Hal going to be back next year? So just go at it, my friend. So this will be a minimal rant, but we're going to we're gonna play a little game in honor of paddleboat, pontoon boat, Ron <laughs> Rivera. Smitty, we're gonna, now you're going to get your answer quick. The, the trivia game tonight is, are these Washington Redskin commander football team quarterbacks, or are these people I went to high school with? Contestant one, Kerry Conklin. Uh, I'd say Kerry, Kerry uh, Conklin, you went to high school with. Nope. Nope. <laughs> Washington commander quarterback. Okay. Right. Contestant number two. Okay. Todd Collins. Oh, that's, that's a, that's a commander quarterback. That's a Michigan guy. Okay. Yeah. I had to give you, I had to give you a layup there. Okay. Good. Thank you. <laughs> Contestant number three, Garrett Gilbert. That's a that's a, that's a quarterback for the Commanders. He went to the University of uh, Texas. Correct. How awful! There is. A I list think he. Tra- I think he transferred. He might have been at SMU too. Yeah, since 1993, you actually sent this over. There's a 36 different Commanders quarterbacks. Awful, just awful. What they got going on down there? The glory days are long gone, and I don't see anything on the horizon. I still remember. When Q said, how excited are you that Snyder's gone? I was like, not very, because they're still bad. The GM's bad. The coach is bad. Al started out on fire, threw the ball around, was leading the league in passing. Just not good. This is a bad team. It, I, they should play Sam Howell these last games and see what they have, especially if a new coach is watching. I, I'm surprised the GM or the ownership group didn't step in and say, hey, look, play Al, and let's see – what he can showcase for us. Do we need to go a different way in the draft? And if they do get a top five pick, it will be a quarterback. And after that, it better just be offensive lineman, offensive lineman, offensive lineman. They have good enough skill players to get it done. And one of the two D linemen, I think, will get traded too. So it's either Allen or Payne will go. Who's got the better cap numbers will be next. As for betting this game, God, I think San Francisco is going to be pissed. And I think they're going to really put it on them. I actually think San Francisco covers this massive number, which is 13. Man, that's done. That, that I'll tell you, that was a great spot there. That first thing you threw out, I mean, I sent you over the list and I did go through the list. I just didn't. That I, I would have thought that was a guy that like you ate lunch with. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so no. I, I, the other two I was good on, but no, that's it's been bad. It's been bad. I agree with you. 
I mean, I don't really like taking big lines. You know, I'm more of the teaser cane. I had a really good uh, last weekend with teasers, and I did some money line. I'm a big money line guy, and teaser plays in the NFL. And this one, uh, I think. Okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna throw this. So you have a Purdy ticket too, yep. and he had a really bad game against Baltimore oh. last week. Now Lamar Jackson right now is the favorite. How about if he comes back and he let's say he throws four touchdowns, Matt, and which is very possible, very possible against his really bad defense, especially secondary. Let's say Jackson struggles because they we're going to break this game down here in a second. They play they play Miami coming up, and which is just a big game on Sunday. Could Purdy get back into this, or do you just think? Because if you listen to all these shows. Everybody just doesn't want to give it to Purdy because they go, it's the system. And he has McCaffrey and he has uh, Samuel and Kittles and the other wide receiver. I can't think of his name right now. And it's hard pronounced. And I can't, what's his name? Uh, Brandon Ayuk. Uh, Ayuk. Yeah. Thank you. And it's all that. Can he get back into this? Would it be okay right now? Like someone like me, Matt, I want your advice. Someone like me, I have not had a ticket on any of that. And I'm really rooting for you because you got that in the summer. Should I throw a little pizza money on maybe Purdy coming back and maybe winning this? Well, there's, there's a, this is kind of a two-part question. Can he? Yes. But there's some deep criteria. So I believe at the beginning of last week, Purdy was like minus 180 as the, as the uh, MVP favorite. And Lamar was close until at like plus. 180. Now, after last week, it's completely flipped, and Lamar is like minus 280, and Purdy's all the way down to like 13 to 1. That's too big of a drop, but that's a great number to, to potentially get. I actually think the Dolphins are going to beat Baltimore, but you need Lamar to stumble. And if he stumbles, then the door opens back up for Purdy, who could throw five, maybe six touchdowns against Washington this week. And I think the other key here, though, is Josh Allen is on a hot run with the Bills. And I do have a 22-1 to ticket on him, which I'm still excited about. I'm still excited about my Purdy ticket. There's two weeks left and a lot to do. Nobody's clinched this top seed. There's a lot to go. Uh, Baltimore can stumble. I don't think they will really stumble. So it's more so Lamar's to lose than it is Purdy's to win if that makes any sense. So I, I would put a little fun money on it. It gives you a little rooting interest. No, I like it. I, I don't have a ticket. And like I said, you know, I was one in the uh, Major League Baseball throwing a little pizza money on Snell to win the Cy Young, which was a good winner for me too. I had the Alabama one. It's kind of fun to jump in these. I, I think Purdy, if he has a big game. But the problem, like I just said, if you listen to all these shows, it's just so many people don't think he deserves it. Yeah. And... You know, you could look at McCaffrey too, Matt, but it's oh, hard, yeah. it's hard to give it to a running back, and that's the problem yep. anymore. They don't want to give it. It's always quarterback, 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 and that's and Ken just said, "Hey, Matthew uh, Stafford creeping in the MVP race." Hey, hey, Ken, I, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna chime in with something here. I'm gonna get through these games really quick at the end. Man, I want to ask Maddie about taking a flyer on some teams to maybe get in the Super Bowl or in the Super Bowl. That Rams team, keep an eye on. Great, great comment, Ken. All right, Maddie, you yeah. brought the game up here. Miami, Baltimore. Here's the covers.com uh, trend. Baltimore is 12 and 3 ATS first half. They're unbelievable. Uh, Miami's 11 and 4. Baltimore's 12 and 3. 10 and 5 ATS both teams. 
Miami's coming off a big win. So is so is uh so is Baltimore. And I'll tell you what, I know that's not a dog play, but if you look at the numbers, if Baltimore is ever a dog, man, Jackson is the man. Baltimore is just unbelievable. I lost that one. I had the points down and under, and I had San Francisco down to win. Man, Baltimore is just great as a dog. So is Lamar Jackson. Okay, Maddie, you think Miami's going to have, you know, I think it's a great teaser spot. I would take Miami up in this one. Waddle is out. It seems like he's not playing in this, but Hill looks good. I think they're getting the running backs back. Can Tua, I think Tua is going to do enough. I think this, coming off a big win, I think it's always a good letdown spot. I think it's a great teaser spot. I would take Miami up in a teaser. What do you have? I like Miami outright as the dog to win. Um, So, Mike McDaniel is from the Kyle Shanahan coaching tree. So Baltimore just beat San Francisco. I guarantee you McDaniel had 19 nerd dudes sitting in a dark room just scheming up crazy stuff. Be like, hey, well, we can't do this. We can't do that. Look what they Baltimore literally punched San Francisco in the mouth, who typically does the punching in the mouth to people. I actually think it was still a tough game, but Baltimore definitely came out looking great on that one. But I think McDaniel can scheme up enough. Mostert still a go. A chain's back at the other running back. Waddle is out, but they have Cedric Wilson. They could use another weapon. I'm not sure who they're going to sneak in there. I don't know if Braxton Berrios is quite a weapon. But look for something crazy. Um, I think the Dolphins can get it done, and I think it's a huge push for them because that puts them – right behind Baltimore, I believe, for the one seed. And that's going to get interesting coming down the stretch because the Ravens then finish with their hated, hated opponent last week, the Dol- or the uh, Steelers. Yeah, I mean, and we're going to go into that game next, especially if Pittsburgh wins on Sunday. So here we go. We got Sunday, 4 p.m. or 425, whatever it is. Uh, you got the Steelers, uh, the trend. Second half, uh, just unders. <laughs> They don't score a lot in the second half teams um, in the, with the Steeler games here. But you got Pittsburgh uh, dogs against Seattle. I mean, both teams here, they got to win this. I mean, both teams have to win this. This is a playoff game right here on Sunday. You got Mason Rudolph finally got some snaps. He did very well, 17 out of 27, 292 touchdowns. George Pickens, after his little hissy fit, uh, had a big game, four catches, 195 yards. Harris actually ran the ball really well. Uh, They got the ball to Robinson. He spread the ball out a little bit in that game. Warren had some catches. You know, they played a zone. Their secondary's really banged up Pittsburgh. I mean, they no Fitzpatrick. Uh, the other guy suspended. They brought a guy from a practice squad up. He had an interception. Peterson's playing a safety position now that he's never did ever in his career. They played zone. They confused Browning. Now, Seattle, Geno, 25 out of 36 last week, two touchdowns. You got some good wide receivers. You got Lockett. You got Metcalf. You got Smith, um, the kid out of Ohio State. You know, this scares me a little bit with the secondary with Pittsburgh in this. But as a dog, I've said this before, and I'm not a big Mike Tomlin guy. They are great. They play well on the road, and they're great as a dog. I love the teaser spot for Pittsburgh in this. Get them up to about nine and a half, ten points. I think this game is very close. I'm not saying they're going to win. I think it's close. Maddie, what do you got? I'm staying away. This is a this is a bad play for me. I don't have any skin in it. 
I think your teaser play is a really smart move, especially if you can get it all the way up to double digits. I I mean, you're you're right about Tomlin and these road dogs, but I still think that Steeler team is awful. Their their defense is not elite. The offense definitely isn't elite, even though they broke out last week. They got Pickens the ball. I, I think they can hang in this one for sure. I think this is an ugly game. Maybe look for a 19-17 type game. I mean, the total's 41. I would actually lean the over or the under and see what the weather is like out there too, especially if you get an ugly rainstorm. All right, here we go. Sunday night, Green Bay, Minnesota. You got a lot of action in this one today. They um, Mullins got benched today. I think they're going with Hall. I think he's a rookie. Yeah, And Mullins was not, I mean, he threw for over 400 yards last week, but I mean, I had him in a little contest I'm in. I went two and one and I needed Minnesota. It just kept throwing picks. I mean, just kept throwing INTs. It was driving me crazy. Uh, no Addison. There's a good chance he's not playing. Uh, the tight end Hawkinson's out also. I, Maddie, you know, I'm going to say I forgot his play last week. So I'm gonna I'm gonna mention it now before I get in going here. Old man in the garage, he loves this game. He loves the Packers. He thinks Packers are gonna win this game outright. I kind of agree with him. I kind of like Green Bay in this. I like where love. Uh, I think I I like where love's going as a quarterback. They they have good numbers in December. I know. Um, what day is this gonna be? It's still gonna be in December. Yeah, when this game is. I just like where he's going. Jordan Love, I think, right now is a very good quarterback, and I think he's doing. Jones had a big game last week. 21 carries, 127 yards. You know, Love last week, 17 out of 28, 219, two touchdowns. I just don't know about the quarterback situation for Minnesota. What do you have in this one? Perfect segue. Um, I love the Packers. This is down to a pick. Grab it now. It's going to flip-flop. Uh, Jaron Hall is the quarterback. Now, he played really well, but he only played for a quarter. Then he got a concussion. He was 8 of 10 for 101 yards. You said it, no Addison probably. So this is actually a game where I love player props. I love Aaron Jones over uh, receiving and rushing yards. I love over catches for Justin Jefferson, Jair Alexander, their best corner, got suspended for Green Bay. What a jabroni he is. And I also like a guy named Johnny Munt to catch a touchdown for the Vikings. He's going to be uh, Hawkinson's replacement. It's probably going to be a huge number. And for fun, I might even throw on him getting the first touchdown and see what that pays. But I do like old man in the garage. I'd take the Packers, money line, and then grab a couple of player props. I think this is going to be a fun game. Yeah, I, I, I like it. I, I think, oh, man, Cleveland already 7 nothing went right down the field. Yeah. Right down the field. I don't know what happened. I, I have it up here. Let's see. Um, Jerome Ford. There was, there was a tip ball. Jerome Ford scored, but a uh, big play to Njoku off a tip. He got down the middle. Oh, good. Good. Get that over uh, receiving yards for me here. So, again, hey, Maddie, uh, before we bounce here, any live bets tonight? I got a lot late. I have a lot going on tonight. Thursday night, nothing else going on. On break, let's get out some action here. Okay, I'm a, I have a lot tonight. I'm on Cleveland, like I said, minus one and a half, under forty. So hey, 
Let's don't show off, everybody. Take some knees. Run the ball up the middle with some fullbacks. Let's <laughs> slow this game down a little bit. All right, here we go. I do. I gave out on Sharp Angle Syndicate. I gave out Cleveland State tonight. That was a 7 uh, p.m. tip. They're up by about 18 at the half, so that's looking good. That was my best bet of the day in hoops. I have Oregon tonight. These are all 9 p.m. games. Okay? I know the clock says in here 926, but it's 826. Scott's laughing at me, okay? I'm trying to keep everything going here. Okay, so we got Oregon tonight, minus 145. I got this morning against USC. I got Eastern uh, Washington, money line, minus 150 against Portland State. Idaho, money line, minus 150 against Sacramento State. And then I got Idaho State, money line, minus 125 against Montana State tonight. And I think... I'm going to jump in with the Arizona college play tonight in football. I just have a feeling that they're going to beat Oklahoma. I have one NFL play I'm going to throw out for now. Let's go. Um, And especially for Matt Smith, the Bills laying 13 against New England. I I think that's a, 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 this is one of those weeks where our team's going to shut it down. Uh, New England just put Ramondre Stevenson on the uh, IR, so Zeke's going to get all the carries, maybe some other backup guys getting in there. Bailey Zappi's still a quarterback, but it's in Buffalo. Give me the Bills minus the 13, but Ooh. I like Tampa Bay. Oh, I love that. To beat, to beat the Saints money line. Lay a little bit of juice. It's probably about 140, maybe a little less than Lay that. Lay the juice. Who cares? Lay the juice. Yeah. I, I think uh, Tampa, man, they can win that division. They have a sneaky good run defense which should slow down uh, Kamara and make check down David Carr, Derek Carr, whoever the heck is that quarterback right now. I mean, he's just going to fling it out to Kamara and some other bums out there on the side. Just eliminate Olave, and you're good to go. I think this is Dennis, uh, Dennis Allen's swan song in New Orleans. I think he gets his walking papers at the end of the year. Buccaneers win. Hey, I saw an X today, Matt. Saints have not played an outside game since week five. Now, now listen, yeah. they're playing They're playing in Tampa. I'm not saying it's, like, going to be six degrees out. But they're outside since week five. That's something. So, Madigan says, go go Bills. Hey, go Bills. I, I love that team. Okay, so, Maddie, we got, like, two minutes here before we bounce. Here, here's my question to you. Pick. I want you to pick a team, AFC, NFC, that you think that could get maybe – Let's just do the, win the whole thing. That's not like, you know, I don't want to hear San Francisco. I don't want to hear Baltimore or Miami. I want somebody that could be a little different. Who's a team if in the AFC that could go on? Or, like, since he did a couple years ago and got in the Super Bowl. I think they were like the six seed. Steelers have been the six seed back in the day when I think there was only six teams that got in or whatever it was, and they got into the Super Bowl. Who's your AFC, NFC teams that you think could make a run? AFC is a no-brainer for me. It's Buffalo. Um, Josh Allen, they've learned they can run the ball, which they've needed to do. So if you have James Cook, uh, Latavius Murray, Ty Johnson, and now they have uh, playoff Lenny back there, I think they're good. Diggs has been, like, quiet this year, and that's not going to continue. He's going to start getting the ball, and it's going to open up more things for the run game. Their defense, man, if they didn't lose White, the safeties and Milano, I think that team would probably be the one seed in the AFC. I think they can get hot, and they can play in the outdoors, so that's not a problem. And then the NFC, I'm going to go back to Tampa Bay. 
because I think Baker can sling it around. The problem is I hate Tampa Bay's head coach, even though he does have a lot of uh, history and he, and he's coached for a long time. So he knows how to win. I'm just not a big fan of him. Their defense though can stop the run, can't stop the pass. The problem is that's huge in the NFC because the Lions can really sling the ball. The Eagles can throw it down the field. Dallas can really throw it and so can the Niners. So, it, it, the the easy pick are those top three in the NFC. But if you want a long shot, I'm going to go Tampa Bay. <laughs> but who knows? They might not even get in if they lose this week. So that's it. All right. I, I'm, I'm going to go. Ken just said Bills Rams. I'm going to go with Ken. I, I love your Bills play. I think Bills are a very dangerous team. And I like this Rams team. I really do. I do too. I, I mean, he's got- really right. He's really right though about that MVP. It's, if this wasn't a year where, uh, like, Jackson, Purdy, and these other guys were lighting it up, man, Stafford's having a great year. And anytime he plays, they win. And the Jets just scored. Jeez, oh lord. Oh man, we gotta get that win. To, we, that win needs to really kick up. Let's go. Yeah. Come on now. I told, show. I told you this, this over is probably gonna hit. It's, it's gonna be like it's gonna be like the Chargers uh, Raiders weeks ago that was like 60 now i I, i'm right with ken i like the bills and i like the rams i you know you look at the rams they have a great head coach quarterback that's done it they got major weapons they got the running back that's starting to really run the ball extremely well in the system right now i think they're going to be okay i think that's a good little flyer on that i like your tampa that's thinking out of the box to go with one of those pizza plays to try to win a lot of money too I mean, Mike Evans and everything. Hey, keep an eye. I heard on a show today, Mike Evans, you know, could be his last game in Tampa, and he's just short with some uh, being the all-time scoring leader there. Uh, Keep an eye on some um, player props with him, maybe catches over uh, yards, uh, maybe some touchdowns. They might force the ball to him this weekend. So that's a little nugget that I heard on a show uh, I want to give out to our audience here. So, Hey, real quick, I want to throw something at you. Since you're a diehard Steelers guy, yeah. So the the betting favorite already, Russell Wilson. No, I already I already did the puke face to about five people yesterday. I'm just saying, but how are the Steelers the betting favorite for him to go there? I I can't see it. I can't ever see them making that vote. No, no, I I, I don't see it. I, I you know I've I've heard the Commanders too today, Matt. Oh God. I mean, I and I just think it'd be a train wreck there too. Uh, I heard the Raiders. I heard the Giants. Um, man, I'm losing the other team. But, no, Pittsburgh, here's the thing with Pittsburgh, and I'll say, I, if Mason plays really well this week and then next week, I think you got to give him a contract and say, come in and compete against Kenny and roll it. I, I just, or you got to then draft somebody in, like, the fourth round, a younger guy, and bring in and just say, you know, Russell there's no reason to bring that in. That team's not a Super Bowl contending team yet. Could they be in the playoffs next year? Maybe. I mean, they're close again this year, but are they a Super Bowl contending team? No. They're not. I mean, I'm, and we've said it on the show. There's not a lot of teams that are, I don't think. I mean, right now, Matt, I'm going to throw this out, and then we're going to bounce here. Kansas City. Now, Kansas City, could they? Yeah, they've been there, but do they look like a Super Bowl contending team? No, they they need a year. They need a year off. They, they're on a huge epic run. It's kind of like they're tired. They haven't retooled properly. Their O line's a mess. They're not a contender this year. No, 
and you know, Russell will just not doing it, man. I, I'd rather just see Kenny Pickett and Mason Rudolph battle it next year than Russell Wilson. That would just be, I mean, that's, you might get your wish. That's garbage. I mean, I, I just, I, that guy just, that guy's not that good. The guy's not that good anymore. So, all right, everybody. Hey, uh, Ken, Matt, uh, if I'm missing anybody in the chat, man, thank you so much for tuning in tonight. We really, really appreciate it. Everybody, uh, have a great holiday, um, safe holiday, uh, New Year's Eve coming up here. And Matty, any uh, final words here before we bounce? I do not have anything. Uh, big weekend ahead. Hit us up on X and let us know your thoughts, likes, anything. We'll, we'll hit you back. Yeah, always pass this show on to five more people and we're going to grow this thing. Hey, Matty, yep. we do have one more thing to say. What did we always say? Hey, everybody, bang your boogie. Thanks for listening to the Notebook Wagering Podcast. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss any episodes and be sure to follow at Notebook Wagering. Until next time.